This month, we are concentrating on mental health awareness. In this podcast, I will be talking about the effects that mental health issues have not only on the person going through it themselves, but the people surrounding them, namely their loved ones. I have many a time said to people, I am made of strong stuff. I don't let anything wear me down. I get through it, pick myself up and carry on. And I've done just that over the years, but there have been many times when I've been close to breaking point myself and looking back, I do think that maybe I could have done with some support in my mental health to get me through what I was experiencing with my daughter. My daughter is now in her 20s, has in the last few years been diagnosed with BPD or borderline personality disorder and depression. BPD makes you have difficulties with how you think and feel about yourself and other people and these difficulties make it hard to cope day to day. BPD is like the emotional version of being a burn victim. Everything hurts more than it seems to for everyone else and any thick skin you're supposed to have just isn't there. You might be given a diagnosis of BPD if you experience at least five of the following things and if they've lasted for a long time and have a big big impact on different parts of your daily life. Feeling very worried about people abandoning you and like you'd try very hard to stop that happening. Having intense emotions that last from a few hours to a few days and can change quickly, such as feeling very happy and confident to suddenly feeling low and sad. Feeling insecure about who you are, with your sense of self changing significantly depending on who you're with. Finding it really hard to make and keep stable relationships and often viewing relationships as completely perfect or completely bad. Feeling empty a lot of the time. Acting impulsively and doing things that could harm you, such as binge eating, drugs and alcohol, or driving dangerously. Using self-harm to manage your feelings or feeling suicidal. Feeling intense anger, which can be difficult to control. Experiencing paranoia or dissociation in moments of extreme stress. My daughter's journey with mental health started when she was 12 years old. She started to get very self-conscious. She was more developed than her friends and this was an issue for her. She started to not like what she was looking at in the mirror and this made her unhappy. To top this off, she had someone she was talking to on the internet that was eventually found out not to be who he said he was. In fact, this person was a grown man trying to groom my daughter. This was a huge blow to my daughter, whose self-confidence was already at an all-time low. So this coupled with a year of having to wait to go and give evidence in court massively affected her and her mental health. She started with depression, not having any get up and go, no interest in how she looked or how tidy her room was. Everything went downhill fast. This was hard for me to take in, as she was a happy, bubbly little girl whose world was starting to crumble at a point when she should have been happy and doing lots of things with friends and having fun. It was also frustrating for me, as I suppose I wanted her to be like me and have the pick yourself up and move on sort of attitude. This, I now know, isn't so easy if your mental health is poorly and also, now I know, I was quite hard on her, which I have no doubt probably made it worse at times because I just didn't understand how to deal with things.
My daughter eventually moved on to self-harm and this was something that nearly broke me. Seeing the damage your child has done to yourself is heartbreaking and hard to cope with. My way of coping with this was to try and make her feel good after she had an episode by going out and buying her new clothes and things to make her feel good. This, which I thought was right, was actually the wrong thing to do and it impacted my daughter, other daughter hugely. She went off the rails and was always out with her friends because she just didn't want to be at home. She didn't want to share a room with her sister because the thought of what she was doing to herself scared her. So I was now dealing with two teenagers, one who was self-harming and one who was off the rails. And I was a single mother dealing with this alone and it was hard. At times, I honestly didn't know how I was going to get through it. At this difficult time, my daughter was, was receiving help by way of counselling sessions once a week and she was being given ways to deal with self-harm. This, I thought, would be the answer and all would be well. But now I know and understand that this will be something that she would have to fight for the rest of her life. I, on the other hand, still had no idea how to deal with the situation and I had no help offered to me from any mental health professionals. So I had to deal with this in my own way whether it be the right way or the wrong way, I just didn't know. As my daughter got older, she met her partner and this helped her a lot. He was sympathetic to what she was going through and didn't judge her. This actually was a turning point for her and she stopped self-harming. Her depression didn't go away and she still had a huge lack of self-confidence, but not hurting herself was a huge milestone and a massive weight off my mind. My daughter moved on to have children and I do believe this has kept her from doing any more damage to herself. It has been a good few years now that she hasn't hurt herself. She has had a fantastic sleeve tattoo to cover up her scars and has lost a huge amount of weight, which has really helped with how she feels about herself. But she still has her issues surrounding her BPD and depression. For me, this is still very stressful at times as it seems to be me that she directs her insecurities at anger, upset, and all the things that come with it, which I know is because I am the one constant in her life, but it also hurts because I have to bear the brunt of it and just carry on with things. She has said many hurtful things, blame me for how I dealt with things surrounding her self-harm, and this leaves me with a lot of guilt and pain, but I know that her pain is probably a lot more than mine. I just have to be strong and get on with it when she has her episodes. But the fear is still there all the time for me when she gets upset over things. I constantly worry she will hurt herself or even worse. So I'm always on eggshells with what I say or how I put things across and I still now do things for her that I think will make her feel better about life in general, even though I know it won't cure her, but will just make her feel better for a moment. So yes, it is so important to make sure someone who suffers from mental health issues has all the support they need but it is also important to make sure the loved ones of those who are supporting someone with mental health issues are getting the support they need because it is very hard and a very trying time for them too and it could be detrimental to their mental health. Times have been extremely hard. There have been, been many tears, feelings of guilt, but I have to continue to pick myself up and push through it and be strong. And although I didn't and still don't get support with this situation professionally, I have had and still have my mum and friends who have been there and I've needed to talk to, which has probably kept me from breaking point. 
I hope this has been informative and I've shed some light on how people supporting people with mental health issues are affected and how they also need support and advice on how to cope with things and know how to deal with them in the right way because it is a really long, hard road. I hope you have a lovely weekend, everyone.